0: You're listening to Token Talks, brought to you by Wing Venture Capital. I'm your host, Zach DeWitt.
1: So with the Oasis blockchain platform, we take a very different approach, uh, which we call separating execution from consensus, where we decouple these different functions into different independent layers. So we have separate consensus, storage, and compute layer. So this way, each layer can scale independently, and each layer can improve and evolve independently as well.
0: Today, we are joined by Don Song, founder and CEO of Oasis. Don and her team consists of world-renowned top security researchers and professors from Berkeley and MIT. Having recently raised $45 million, led by Andreessen Horwitz, Oasis is building a privacy-first smart contract platform. Oasis will combine secure software and hardware to enable privacy-preserving smart contracts that are both highly scalable and secure. Oasis is an ambitious platform that has the potential to eliminate data silos and radically change how our personal data is secured and shared. For example, you will hear Don talk about new applications being developed on top of Oasis. That will allow for our medical records to be both secure and readily accessible to the appropriate medical professionals and labs. I think you will greatly enjoy today's episode as Don is a world-class entrepreneur and security expert, and Oasis has the potential to be a foundational protocol in the blockchain ecosystem. Welcome Don, please introduce yourself.
1: Hi, uh, yeah, thanks a for having me uh, on the show. It's my great pleasure and honor to be here. Uh, my name is Don Song. I'm a professor in computer science at UC Berkeley, and I'm also the founder and CEO of a new startup called Oasis
0: Labs. There's a lot of excitement building around Oasis, and we're thrilled to have you on today. Um, so Don, what were you researching and working on prior to founding Oasis?
1: I have been a professor for more than... Uh, 16 years. Now, over the years, I have been working in uh, different areas. I've been working in my main research area has been in security and privacy. And also in recent years, I have done a lot of work in AI and deep learning. And of course, also working in blockchain. And the core of blockchain is actually security techniques. So in some sense, I have been working techniques related to blockchain for a very, very long time as well.
0: And tell us a little bit more about OASIS and how you're applying some of your skill sets and deep learnings over the last 15, 20 years as a top professor with multiple awards, um, how you're applying some of this research to OASIS and its structure.
1: Yeah, so let me talk a little bit about what we do at OASIS and the kind of problems that we are aiming to solve with the technology that we develop at OASIS. So internet has really fundamentally changed our lives. It has brought us a lot of great things, but at the same time, it also created many new challenges for us. So for example, we continue to see big security breaches where companies are losing data for like hundreds of millions of users at one go. And also, we see that there's a lot of silos in, for valuable data. We have a lot of valuable data, such as in medical data, and so on. But it's very difficult for medical researchers and pharmaceutical companies to gain access to medical data to help them do medical research and help find better cures for diseases. And also, at the same time, we see that users are losing control of their data. For example, you may have heard about the recent Cambridge Analytica incidents, and so on. So all of these, we are seeing that When we are dealing with sensitive data on the internet, there are many challenges. And these challenges are essentially due to the lack of security and privacy technologies that we can help on one hand to protect users and data privacy and also at the same time be able to extract value out of data.
0: So where does OASIS come into play? You talked a lot about technological issues with security. You also talked about coordination problems with sharing data and being able to do computations across private data and data silos. What is Oasis and how is it solving some of these really big, ambitious problems?
1: Yeah, so at Oasis, we are developing new technologies to address many of these challenges that I just mentioned. Uh, In particular, at Oasis, we are building a privacy-first cloud computing platform on blockchain. It's a new computing paradigm and a new computing platform with a unique set of properties and capabilities. So one is a strong security and privacy protection for the data and compute. And then two, high performance scalability for real world cloud scale applications, ranging from gaming to and machine learning. And also, we hope to achieve all this without relying trust on any central party, so to enable decentralized trust.
0: Don, what are, what are some applications or use cases you see OASIS supporting in, in the first couple of years after launch?
1: Yeah, so let me uh, give you one example application that a developer is actually building now, currently on the OASIS blockchain platform. It's an example illustrating the kind of new capabilities and new applications the OASIS technology can enable. So this application is called the Kara. It's in the domain of healthcare. So with Kara, users or patients can upload their medical data to the Oasis blockchain platform, and the data will be then stored in an encrypted form. So one of the key primitives that the Oasis blockchain platform provides is what we call privacy-preserving smart contracts. So essentially, it's a smart contract, but with automatic privacy enforcement where the privacy policy is encoded as code inside the smart contracts. So utilizing this primitive of privacy-preserving smart contracts, a medical researcher can develop his or her own smart contracts. And inside the smart contracts, it can contain code for training machine learning models. And the smart contracts can specify terms of use. For example, user's data will only be used for training a privacy preserving machine learning model inside the smart contracts, it will not be used for anything else. The terms of use can also specify how users will get compensated for contributing data to the smart contracts. So if a user agrees to the terms of use of the smart contract, the user can then contribute his or her data to the smart contract. and as the smart contract collects enough data, it can then start training machine learning models. And then the medical researcher can then evaluate the effectiveness of the trained machine learning model. So as you can see, using this approach, it can significantly reduce the friction for medical researchers and the pharmaceutical companies to gain access to medical data, help them train machine learning models, and help them find better cures for diseases.
0: Yeah, that's a really powerful use case because basically what that is, it becomes a secure and private data marketplace. And as an individual, you can upload your medical history and feel really safe that that's going to be protected and secure, but also be compensated for machine learning models to be trained on it or you know certain types of medical companies to be able to access information in a safe and protected way.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a very good point. And uh, this is one example the kind of Oasis uh, technology can enable. And I would just add uh, one big distinction between this type of data marketplace versus the traditional type of data marketplace is that in the traditional data marketplace, once, for example, the buyer buys the data, then the buyer has a copy of the data. And then in this case, for example, users essentially will lose control of their data because then there's no enforcement the buyer can do anything with the user's data, can resell it, can use it for targeting, and any purpose that the buyer wants to do. Whereas With the Oasis technology in this data marketplace, for example, the medical research and pharmaceutical companies, they may want to utilize users' data within their smart contracts. But then in this case, the pharmaceutical company doesn't get a copy of users' data. The users' data will still stay in the Oasis blockchain platform. But our platform enables medical researchers and pharmaceutical companies to run smart contracts on top of the Oasis blockchain platform, to enable them to do analysis, to train machining models, to enable them to extract value out of data, while at the same time uh, still protects uh, usage data privacy.
0: In terms of the um, privacy-protecting smart contracts and preserving smart contracts, is privacy optional or is privacy mandatory by default? Are all smart contracts in the Oasis protocol, private, and it's just different degrees, and the person creating those smart contracts can choose those degrees. What are some of the options around different levels of privacy that app developers can program into Oasis?
1: The Oasis blockchain platform is very general, and we uh, provide the flexibility to app developers to decide on their security and privacy policies. So, for example, some of the smart contracts can just be completely public, just like uh, smart contracts, for example, on Ethereum, or Uh, Some developers and users, they may want the smart contracts to be privacy preserving because they need to handle sensitive data, they need to compute over sensitive data such as in the application domain of healthcare, financial services, or IoT areas, and so on. So it's entirely up to the developer to specify their desired security and privacy policies for their smart contracts. And the Oasis blockchain platform will then provide the automatic enforcement for these policies.
0: If you look at some of the other smart contracting platforms out there today, Ethereum and Tezos being live, some other EOS being live, some other ones coming to mainnet over the next year. What do you think the key differentiating functionality is for Oasis? You talked about privacy and scalability. Are those the two areas that uh, you're most excited about in terms of differentiating against some of the other uh, general purpose smart contract platforms?
1: I would say the key unique capabilities that Oasis blockchain platform provides are privacy protection and scalability. And the privacy protection... Also, it can be for more general-purpose computation, for example, including privacy-preserving data analytics and machine learning, more than just, for example, privacy coins. And for scalability, also, we enable scalability in particular for, I would say, a different uh, aspect. So most of the scalability conversation and the proposals that people are talking about today They mainly focus on one aspect of scalability, which is scalability for high transaction throughput for payment transactions. So these are simple transactions. But however, for many applications that people want to build on blockchain platforms, including gaming, or the healthcare, financial services, uh, these other types of applications, The smart contracts are much, much more complex, much more complex than just simple payment transactions. In order to support these type of applications, we really need to provide scalability for these more complex smart contracts. And this is one of the unique capabilities of the Oasis blockchain platform as well, is that we uniquely designed our blockchain platform architecture to enable scalability for complex smart contract execution.
0: That's incredible. Don, do you think as you see this ecosystem evolving, will we converge around you know, one or two general purpose smart contracting platforms? Or do you think we'll see specialization where if you're a game developer, you'll go to one platform. If you're someone that's more focused on machine learning applications, you go to another and there'll be multiple smart contracting platforms that support more specialized use cases.
1: It's just like for, for programming languages, we have so many different types of programming languages because they are in better tailored for different types of applications and their goal is to help developers to make that particular type of application much easier to develop. And similarly, we have such broad applications that people want to build on top of blockchain platforms and these different applications will need different things. So for example, they can have different threat models or different trust models. Even, for example, in terms of the degree of decentralization, not all apps need to have the same degree of decentralization. And also different types of applications will have different types of requirements on performance for throughput, for latency, and so on. I think in the future, we are going to see there's a broad design space and also a landscape for blockchain platforms where different blockchain platforms, they can have these different characteristics and they can be best suited for certain types or certain spectrum of applications.
0: Yeah, Oasis is getting so much great attention because I think it's one of the only uh, smart contract platforms that's really focused on privacy and, and built that into the core primitives it's using and you know really can differentiate itself around privacy. And I, I believe that private, especially as everything's becoming increasingly digital, privacy is going to be really important and I think will enable new types of interactions and use cases between companies and firms and individuals. So it's it's really exciting to follow. Uh, you talked a little bit about data silos in your introduction to Oasis and how it could potentially help eliminate data silos. Could you elaborate on that? You know, what are data silos? Why are they important to try to improve and eliminate in some ways? And you know how can Oasis help to do that?
1: So the example that I mentioned about the Kara application is actually one example. Of a data silo in the sense that so that works for users and patients for uh, how to essentially combining uh, different users and patients data to train machine learning models together. It can also work for a bigger granularity. For example, different hospitals they have their medical data, and oftentimes it will be really helpful if the different hospitals they can combine their data to do data analytics and train machine learning models to identify new trends in medical are to help find better cures uh, for diseases and uh, learn about better practices and so on. But again, today, due to the security and privacy challenges for these sensitive data, it's very difficult for these different hospitals to combine their data to best utilize the data. Hence, the data mainly remains in these data silos in the different hospitals. So, with the technology that we are developing at Oasis, we really hope to help uh, solve these problems of data silos. And healthcare is just one example domain. There are many other domains, essentially, almost in every domain, we see these type of problems. In financial services, different banks, again, they have their data silos. And uh, actually it actually would be very nice if different banks can put their data together to help them. F- develop better methods and machine learning models for fraud detection, and also to essentially easier for them to detect fraud once you see activities at different banks. But then again today, it's difficult to do that, and hence it's not really being done. And Again, with this type of privacy-preserving technologies and also without needing to rely on any central party, it really enables these different parties uh, who can even be mutually distrusted yes. to actually work together and to help them build machine learning models, do data analytics in a privacy-preserving way, again, to solve these problems.
0: Now You said that very well, and that's personally why I'm so excited about blockchain, because I think they can help with uh, very difficult coordination problems where you have a lot of uh, institutions that may not trust each other, that may not be able to share a centralized database, and you know the blockchains uh, because they're immutable and they're trustless. I think really can help with some of these difficult and important coordination problems. Um, so there's always a discussion around private blockchains and more public blockchains. I read yesterday that BBVA, a large bank, just did the first loan syndication on a blockchain. They syndicated a 150 million dollar loan. They had multiple parties involved. And I think they used a private blockchain. I think they used Hyperledger as a private blockchain to coordinate that effort. And then actually they posted the metadata onto Ethereum to just kind of crystallize the loan happening. Do you think Oasis actually allows some of these companies and corporations to start working on a more general purpose smart contract platform that's public like Oasis, as opposed to having to use a very private siloed blockchain?
1: Yeah, so Oasis blockchain platform actually has and some very unique designs that's really well suited to allow heterogeneous that's use right. cases, both in terms of the purely public use cases as well as enterprise use cases. Oasis blockchain platform architecture takes a very different approach than most of today's blockchain platforms. So a blockchain platform typically needs to serve three purposes. One is consensus how different nodes reach agreements and storage to store transactions and states for smart contracts and compute to be able to execute smart contracts uh, and so on. So most of today's blockchain platforms actually have these three functions bundled together. And that's one of the main reasons that they don't scale. Mm. So with the Oasis blockchain platform, we take a very different approach. Uh, which we call separating execution from consensus, where we decouple these different functions into different independent layers. So we have separate consensus, storage, and compute layer. Mm -hmm. So this way, each layer can scale independently, and each layer can improve and evolve independently as well. So then using this approach, for example, like Enterprise, they can actually run their own compute nodes. And they can even specify, for example, they want their workloads to just be run on their compute nodes. So Oasis platform will actually give uh, this flexibility to developers to specify where they want their smart contracts to execute, and that's where they want their data to be stored. So then in this way, this really provides the unique capability To really support these uh, heterogeneous use cases and different types of workloads and gives developers much more flexible control Mm -hmm. to better suit their needs so this actually i think is one of the first blockchain platform architecture that seamlessly combines enterprise use cases and also more general public use cases on one blockchain platform where each use case Gets to satisfy their own security and privacy requirements and other types of requirements.
0: Well, I'm glad I asked. That's really interesting. I think our listeners will be quite excited to hear that. That's the first blockchain I've heard that separated the two. And how, how is Oasis thinking about hardware? I've read, you know, you guys are actually going to develop your own hardware as well. Um, how important is hardware to Oasis's um, privacy-preserving smart contracts? And, and how are you thinking about your hardware strategy?
1: An important uh, and unique capability of Oasis is privacy protection and so we call it, we enable privacy-preserving smart contracts at scale. In order to provide the privacy protection for smart contracts, we have privacy-preserving technologies built into every layer of the Oasis blockchain platform, all the way from application layer down to even the hardware layer. In order to provide the privacy protection, essentially, we develop different uh, component technologies. So first of all, privacy is a very complex concept. And it's very multifaceted. In order to protect the privacy, uh, for privacy protection for smart contracts, we need to solve a number of different problems and at different layers. So one is at a compute layer we need to protect the computation process from leaking sensitive information. And in this case, essentially, we utilize a combination of secure hardware and crypto-based techniques to do computation over encrypted data. So for smart contracts that needs privacy, the data and the states of the smart contracts will be stored in encrypted form. And to execute the smart contracts, in this case, essentially, the smart contract execution will happen on this encrypted data. And we achieve this by utilizing secure computation mm-hmm. techniques. And one type of secure computation techniques is to uh, utilize the capability of secure hardware. So there are different types of secure hardware. In general, the secure hardware uh, provides a hardware-based capabilities to enable a fully isolated execution environment. So for example, then when we run a smart contract inside this fully isolated execution environment, oftentimes called a trusted execution environment, T, mm-hmm. or a secure enclave, you can use it as a black box where you put the encrypted data inside the black box, and also you put the smart contract inside the black box as well. And then in this case, the smart contract can execute it inside the black box. And from outside of the black box, you can now see what's running inside, and you can now modify what's running inside. And the black box essentially is enabled by utilizing uh, certain hardware capabilities. So the advantage of the secure hardware-based approach is that it can... Give you very strong security and privacy protection or guarantees. And also, it can be very performant. The performance utilizing the secure hardware is oftentimes close to native computation. Uh, So, always at the compute layer, uh, some of the computation nodes can have secure hardware, can utilize uh, different types of secure hardware, including currently off the shelf uh, secure hardware, as well as utilizing future secure hardware capabilities as well. So for example, in collaboration between UC Berkeley and MIT, we are also doing a new project building an open source secure enclave. The security of the secure hardware, of course, is of paramount importance. And we feel strongly that we need open source solution so that the whole community can come together to analyze and verify the security and correctness of the secure enclave. And hence, for the security assurance that we want from the secure hardware, it's very important that we have solutions that offers this open source secure enclave. So we have a research project called the Keystone Mm -hmm. for building an open source secure enclave is building on top of RISC-V architecture, which is a open source RISC architecture that has been developed at UC Berkeley and has seen wide industry adoption. And uh, yeah, we are very excited about this direction as well.
0: Will Oasis ultimately sell hardware? If you you want more security, you can actually purchase hardware from Oasis and feel like you can run your smart contracts in a more secure enclave?
1: We are working uh, with uh, different hardware manufacturers who are also really excited about this Open Source Secure Enclave, to put this into practice. And we're essentially partnering with the different parts of the ecosystem to help to uh, make these hardware available in the future.
0: And how does Oasis think about its consensus mechanism and network security? Is it a proof of stake? Are there miners? Is there a token? How does that all connect together?
1: So one advantage of the Oasis blockchain platform is that we have this layers design where we have separate consensus storage and compute layer. And one advantage of this approach is that we can essentially change the consensus layer, for example, very, very easily. So essentially the platform design is really modular uh, so that we can take advantage of the State of the art, the most advanced uh, and the best consensus mechanisms. And so, with that said, the current design for the Oasis blockchain platform for the consensus will be using proof of stake.
0: So, if I want to execute a smart contract, do I need to acquire an Oasis token? Is that what I pay the effectively gas fees with?
1: Right. So, currently, uh, we have the gas fee uh, model where, uh, in order to re- execute the smart contracts, uh, you'll need to pay gas fees. And this help incentivize the network participation.
0: You're obviously assembling a world-class engineering team. How are you thinking about go-to-market and you know actually activating some of these initial use cases uh, we've talked about?
1: Um, so we launched our private test nets earlier, and we have seen amazing inbound interest. I think because of the unique capabilities that the Oasis blockchain platform provides, and really with the privacy and scalability, Uh, capabilities. For many developers, they really don't have other solutions today that no platform today can actually uh, satisfy their needs for their applications. And I think that's one of the main reasons we see so much inbound interest from developers who are really excited to build on top of the Oasis blockchain platform. And also with our platform, another advantage of our later design for the platform is that it's very easy for the Oasis blockchain platform to support concurrently different runtimes for smart contracts. So for example, we are fully backwards compatible to Ethereum Solidity uh, smart contracts. So if you have a Solidity smart contract today, you don't need any modifications. You can just point it to the Oasis network and it will work. So it's very easy for the Ethereum developers to migrate. And also, actually, today we support broader runtimes as well. So, for example, we actually support Rust, mm-hmm. uh, smart contracts, Rust language for our smart contracts mm-hmm. as well. And we are going to be releasing uh, frameworks for privacy preserving data analytics and machine learning. And uh, in Rust as well. And as time goes on, we'll be adding additional runtime as well. So and also we'll be uh, launching our DevNet in November. And we are really excited about that. Uh, the DevNet marks a new milestone for us with a greater capabilities available to developers. So for example, with the DevNet, we will be the first blockchain platform that developers can build on top where they can develop their smart contracts and then with our confidentiality framework, then they can easily deploy their smart contracts as a confidentiality preserving smart contracts. And this is another advantage of the Oasis blockchain platform design and that one of our main motivations also is to make it really easy for developers to Build privacy-preserving applications without needing to be a security or privacy expert. So, for example, the technologies that I mentioned for secure computation and for using secure hardware or other crypto-based techniques. In general, actually, these techniques or tools are very difficult for developers to use because they have to learn new tools, they have to learn new technologies, and so on. But they mostly just want to focus on developing their applications and ideally it'll be nice if uh, these problems can be taken care of for the developers so they don't have to spend the time to become experts for example on learning how to use secure hardware so that's what our oasis blockchain platform provides for developers is that the developer can just focus on building their smart contract and they can specify their desired security and privacy requirements for example if they're interested in using secure hardware to deploy their smart contracts in a confidentiality-preserving way, then our system will automatically take care of that. So once they write their smart contracts, either in Solidity or in Rust, our platform will automatically compile their smart contracts to then be able to run in the secure hardware. And the developer doesn't need to do anything, any of that backend. So I think these are all great capabilities to help developers to build their applications that are not available on any of the other platforms today. And with the launch of DevNet, these capabilities will become available to developers. And already, as I mentioned, we see so much great inbound interest. And we really hope that with the DevNet, we can really enable developers to move to the next level, making developing privacy-preserving applications much, much easier for them.
0: The application or use case we talked about, about their medical records, if you try to do that on Ethereum, where would it fall short? Would the smart contract be visible so people could see what's going on? Could you see the transaction amounts? Could you actually jeopardize and that information could leak outside of the smart contract? Where are some areas that would fall short if you tried to do it on another platform?
1: Yeah, in so many uh, different aspects. So one, medical data is really sensitive. You can't just put the medical data in the clear, in public, on the blockchain. And also, yes, then to be able to compute over the sensitive data, right, you can't do that in public sure. as well. So you really need this privacy protection. And also, in terms of scalability, medical data, these are big data. And also the compute, the smart contracts, are much more complex. And for example, another unique aspect of the Oasis blockchain platform is that we provide a unique programming framework for machine learning and data analytics frameworks, in particular for privacy-preserving machine learning and data analytics frameworks. And these type of capabilities, I mean, if you try to run even a simple machine learning algorithm on Ethereum today, it would be so expensive that you just simply can't even do it. And it's really the scalability for the Oasis blockchain platform that can actually enable these type of applications.
0: I can see why privacy-preserving smart contracts are absolutely critical for so many enterprise cases. Now, in cryptocurrencies, a lot of the privacy-preserving payment currencies, like Zcash and Monero, are believed to have some nefarious transactions flowing through them. And there's debate about what percent of transactions are actually nefarious. As you think about Oasis and how Oasis becomes and enables new use cases for financial services and payments, um, how do you think about that? And what do you think are some of the actual use cases, financial use cases that can be enabled by OASIS?
1: I think uh, privacy is also really important in financial services. I think that's why, like, your bank account information is so important to make sure that it's secure and private. As from the financial information, you can really learn a lot about very sensitive information about individuals. And we're also really excited about applications in the financial domain. One example, uh, like credit score and services. Today, mainly we have these centralized services for credit score, but by utilizing different data sources, actually one can provide actually a better credit score service and also doesn't have to rely on any central trusts. So we're also really excited for applications like this as well.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. You know, it's funny, I've been thinking a lot about the bank account and how siloed your bank account is. And my bank account just sits there and earns some nominal interest rate. And with crypto, if I feel like I could store a lot of that capital on a more secure blockchain, there could actually be other services, which I would authorize, but that could touch that capital and do more higher yielding activities with that. So for example, they could loan it out. You could stake. I mean, there's all these other things you can do with that capital, but it's so siloed and so protected because you know, security is so paramount. So I wonder with something like Oasis, if you did want to store some of your net worth on on the blockchain and have you know almost like a, a smart robo-advisor interact with that capital uh, and you would have the security of a bank account, but the accessibility of a blockchain. The design space for these financial applications for a project like Oasis is massive. So I'm sure you've thought about some pretty cool use cases for different financial services built on top of Oasis. Yeah, absolutely.
1: absolutely. And especially given that, uh, again, privacy is so important in these financial services. Even, for example, like if you want to do trading, there can be different robot advisors or different trading strategies and so on. And oftentimes, even Uh, These trading strategies, they can be very sensitive. Mm -hmm. And with the privacy-preserving smart contracts capability provided by Oasis blockchain platform, you can actually really enable these different services on the blockchain platform. That's privacy-preserving and, like you said, make it much more accessible to users.
0: Oasis is a big vision. It makes a lot of sense. There's definitely a need for everything you're talking about. If Oasis didn't work, what were some of the reasons why that may be? What are some of the risks to Oasis not working?
1: I think certainly there are a lot of challenges to build a blockchain platform that with uh, such important capabilities, privacy protection, and scalability for complex smart contract execution. And we are very thoughtful in designing our overall architecture and designing the component technologies, and also to build up the ecosystem together. So one, we launched our Startup Hub program to help foster the ecosystem, in particular, for startups who are interested in building privacy-first applications. And I think it's a really important area for the whole ecosystem to encourage more such privacy-preserving applications to be built. And I think that will be you know, of great benefit to users. And also, we are establishing partnerships uh, with researchers, universities from uh, globally. We also launched our fellowship program. So really to hope to bring together the brightest minds to together work on some of these really challenging problems. And we hope that by doing this, we can really build an important foundation and also a vibrant community to help the whole community to enable these privacy-first applications and also that can really scale to real-world use
0: cases. How can our listeners follow the progress of Oasis?
1: Please follow us on Twitter at Oasis Labs and also join our mailing list available on our website, www.oasislabs.com.
0: Great. Well, let's talk a little bit about some trends in the crypto ecosystem right now. you're at the front lines developing a really foundational project what are some trends you're seeing in crypto right now
1: i think we are really seeing in some sense even a next wave of what's happening in blockchain which is really exciting is that one we are seeing really great talent that's coming into the blockchain area of course including you know our team like we have amazing engineers and talents and researchers on our team. And I think this is just one example. Like most of our team members have their PhDs. And I think this is just one example to show the great talent that's now uh, pouring into the blockchain domain. And I think with the great talent and with great investments, we are going to see a lot of really exciting advancements in the blockchain area.
0: You talked a little bit about machine learning on top of uh, medical records. We also talked about some of the financial use cases. What do you think are some of the other kind of killer applications that can be uniquely supported by smart contract platforms? Yeah,
1: so actually there's another point I wanted to make. Uh, When we talk about how to utilize users' data uh, in a privacy-preserving way, but also essentially with a goal to for the better societal good. Uh, So there's a concept called the data non-rivalry. So there actually has been some great research papers written by researchers from Stanford on some of these topics. What data non-rivalry is the following. For example, data is actually very different from a physical object, for example, an apple or a chair. So if I give you the apple, I'll give you the chair that I no longer have this physical object, the apple or the chair. But however, as data, I can give you a copy of my data and I still have my data and then I can give the same data, a copy of the same data to someone else. And so essentially this is a huge difference between you can call virtual like data versus an actual physical object. And this actually has very deep implications in terms of how data versus these physical objects uh, should be utilized, or traded, and so on. So for example, today, uh, most of the companies, how they function is that they actually collect data and to build what's called a data mode. Even as they collect the user's data, even though the data actually is about users, but companies are essentially hoarding this data, and they're holding this data only to themselves and to build the data modes so that they can build value on top of that. And this may benefit the company, but it's not the best for societal goods. because of this distinction between virtual data versus a physical apple or a chair. Because while the company A holds the data, actually it doesn't prevent from the technical side, doesn't prevent the company B to utilize the same data. And it's only the way how data is being uh, siloed into each companies that's causing this. But however, actually a lot of this data is about users and actually users own the data. So instead of having the companies own users' data and then just keep it to themselves and create these data silos, if we can have a technology that allows users to own the data. And the users can, given their security and privacy requirements or preferences, they can allow the same piece of data. They can allow different companies or different entities to utilize the data for different purposes. And users still maintain control of the data. And users' security and privacy of the data is being protected. And at the same time, this data can be utilized in more ways and can then really help with achieving greater societal good. But in order to do this, essentially, we need a platform to enable this privacy protection, uh, for example, for smart contracts, and also, at the same time, to enable computations to extract value out of data. And that's also one of the motivations for the Oasis blockchain platform. So we really hope that, in the long run, a platform like Oasis can really provide a solution for this type of data non rivalry setting so that it's not just the carrier healthcare application that I mentioned or the credit score services in financial services that I mentioned. Once we can really solve the problem, I think it really can completely change how data will be utilized in our society and all for the greater societal goods and also for better protection for the users.
0: Yeah, and it's so important that data is programmable because if you think about all the different use cases for data, sometimes I want I may want you to have a view key and view my data. Sometimes you can have an access key or read write key. Sometimes I want you to have my data but have it expire. I mean there are all these different settings you can codify and program around data access and data rights management. So I think And
1: also to allow you to compute yes on data for you know for one thing.
0: Homomorphic encryption and being able to compute on encrypted data is going to be really, really important, I think. And, and data is the new oil, and that's the expression you hear a lot. And I think that you know, OASIS um, can really be a, a foundational project and protocol, just given um, how it's going to play such an integral role for being a connective tissue for all these different data, data silos and hopefully make it a lot more accessible and, and, and meaningful and powerful, while we'll, we'll also still kind of protecting and preserving uh, everyone's individual data in a way that they feel comfortable with. Yes. Don, what is the product roadmap for OASIS? How do you see the protocol evolving over the next couple of years?
1: Yeah, so we are launching our DevNet in November, and we'll be continuing to release new capabilities for developers to make it easier for them to develop privacy-preserving smart contracts. So first, we'll provide the confidentiality framework to help developers to build confidentiality-preserving smart contracts. We'll also be um, releasing capabilities for privacy-preserving data analysis and machine learning in our privacy SDK. And also, we'll continue to improve um, scalability for complex smart contract execution. And there are just lots and lots of new capabilities that's working in the pipeline that we are really excited to bring to the developers.
0: The key takeaways from today's episode are, one, in addition to scaling limitations, one of the primary concerns around today's general purpose smart contracting platforms is the lack of privacy-preserving technologies. Two, Oasis is a software and hardware platform that will have improved scalability and privacy-preserving smart contracts. And three, privacy-preserving smart contracts at scale have the potential to eliminate data silos by improving the coordination and access controls around our most sensitive digital user data. Thank you for listening to the show. We're trying to make the crypto ecosystem more mainstream and welcoming. So if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review in iTunes and share this with one person you know who is trying to learn more about crypto technology. You can reach me on Twitter at Zachary DeWitt or email me at Zach at wing.vc.